Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Teeing Off Golf Podcast. John Borman here with Matt Harness. We are in Casa de Harness on a Wednesday, I guess, early evening. How, huh, Matt? It is early evening, yes. Yeah. I, I would say that we're back from a brief hiatus, but I think this is just going to be the new normal for, for us, uh, kind of just checking in uh, before and maybe after some of the big tournaments. We were, you know, we talked the Masters, and now uh, it is Players' Championship Week. Yeah, no, I mean, this, I've been watching the coverage uh, today, and, you know, they tried out that debate every year is the players a fifth major. And I started thinking to myself, is who, is there even a group of people that gives a shit? Well, no, nothing <laughs> gives, gives a shit, but that determines, is there like a major committee? It's like, we now declare this the fifth major. It's just a bunch of people talking about it. I mean, Every major is an independent entity. I mean, it's the Masters is you know a bunch of private rich white guys. You know, PGA is the PGA of America. U.S. Open is USGA. The British Open is RNA. I mean, it just so happens that they've all been playing tournaments for a very long time, right. and it just evolved that okay, these are four of the major tournaments. I was thinking like, all right, so if they really, if somebody wants to say the Players is the fifth major, uh, what's stopping them? Because uh, there's nobody that says this is a major, this is not a major. No, I guess nothing's stopping them. Um, again, I would say show me the group of people who actually care about this. Exactly, but, but at the same uh, time, it's like who if, if like people if there's one person, Tim Fincham's like I want this to be the fifth major. What's stopping him from saying every year this is the fifth major? Nothing. He can no, do that. No. People wouldn't treat it any differently. Exactly. Oh, it's it's just so dumb. Every year they're like. Let's get into this. We have a ten-minute segment with Rich Lerner. Yeah, I mean, discussing the merits of this tournament. It is, it is a tournament with a great field. Of course, it's a tough test. Uh, very prestigious one to win. But I guarantee, if they decided that this is officially the fifth major, uh, nobody. But who does? Would, who declares it officially the fifth? major? I think it would probably be. If, in this hypothetical scenario, I get. I'm I guess it, it would be Tim Fincham. It's I don't been know. what a, five weeks since our last podcast. I have a lot of pent up. And this is what you've been thinking about. Yeah, part of it. There must be more important things than that. <laughs> there are. Well, in fact, there are. I uh, a good friend of ours, uh, former podcast guest Barry Cronin, um, media maven Barry Cronin. Talked to him today and. You know, he got, he's in now great health. He was, you know, battled, uh, you know, some stuff earlier this year, but uh, reports today he's still in great health. And I don't know if you got the email this morning, but made me smile about the Writers' Cup. Writers' Cup, best email of the, yeah. uh, of the year. Barry sent it to my old work account, but a colleague was kind enough to forward it on, so I was able to call Barry and give him my availability because I will not be missing that. You know, you're right. I, you know what I actually thought about? Uh, I, I thought that might happen, but yeah, that was put a smile on my face, and I called him about an hour later. I was like, "Things are finally back to normal." He's probably fielding a lot of calls, uh, you know, about that very. Yeah, and I told him, and he's like, "So, does any dates matter to you?" I said, "I will make anything happen." <laughs> well, you're a free agent now, so yeah. Uh, but even if you know, I don't know. It's, I guess I don't want to make any hypotheticals, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, and you know the I don't know if I would, you know we're with the leak any of the golf course information, but let's just say it 
is going to be potentially a very cool location in uh, central Wisconsin. Everybody listening to this who won't be playing in that event is really excited. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it is Players' Championship Week. And, and again, it's a great tournament. It's on a, a very what you might call fun golf course. A lot of risk-reward holes. I mean, waters everywhere. Enjoyable tournament to watch, certainly. A very enjoyable tournament to watch. And, you know, the... You know, arguably the best field. You know, some say the PGA, but players probably is the best field um, all year. And last year was a, a terrific tournament. You know, comes down to the wire. Uh, Rory wins, or excuse me, Ricky Fowler wins in a, a playoff with Sergio and my boy uh, Kevin Kisner. Yeah, from Georgia, birdied. I think he birdied seventeen three times. The last in a row. Thing, yeah, the lasting image, of course, is the way he just attacked seventeen repeatedly. Uh, it didn't show any. Fear of the the water, the, the yeah, the pin is just, front right. I mean, he's he is hitting approach shots to the ten yard stretch between the pin and the water. You know, gosh, uh, I mean, it's ten yards. It's more like ten feet. <laughs> probably about that. Uh, so, yeah, that was. I mean, that's uh, that's the kind of excitement you can get from this tournament. Um, and yeah, that, Ricky really has dominated. I think the news cycle. It seems like uh, every time I turn on the TV, we're talking Ricky Fowler. Uh, well, Spieth has been a little hibernation. Right. Yeah, we haven't seen Jordan Spieth since he was dunking balls in uh, the water <laughs> right in front of 12 there at uh, at the Masters on Sunday. But, you know, Fowler, I wrote this story at the, you know, the BMW Championship about the fact that he was sort of nosing his way in as, uh, you know, making it a big four, uh, you know, with Ricky and Jordan and, and Jason. Uh, mostly that's on the strength of uh, the PG, the Players' Championship victory and then some top five finishes. Uh, you know, I think since then we've learned that it's not quite there yet. Well, as I, I said, since, you know, the 2014 season where he finished top five in four majors, which is a very historic feat and, you know, you know certainly uh, to be lauded, in the five majors since then he has two missed cuts, one top 20, and it's a tied for 12th. He doesn't even have any top 10s in, in the last five majors. So, I mean, he's he's certainly not overrated how, you know, people said before last year's Players' Championship uh, where Sports Illustrated, once again, did this anonymous poll, but he's he's not quite at the level of, of these guys. I mean, he shot 80 at, at this year's Masters right. and, and missed the cut. Yeah, but if you look at it like the Players' Championship is the fifth major, then he has a major victory since 2014. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, he you know he shows you know last week, you know maybe his weakness. Although he has been considered a closer, he's the front runner going into the final round at the Wells Fargo and shoots seventy four, I believe, um, allowing uh, James Hahn to uh, to take the title. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. Coming in, you know, certainly Ricky will be you know someone to consider but no one has ever successfully defended uh players championship title so he would not be my pick for the nor record, would james Hahn. for the record i think his weakness is those tapered pants he wears <laughs> with the high tops <laughs> yeah, yeah that that would be my pick for his weakness but <laughs> but, but james Hahn is an, an interesting guy the the winner of the wells fargo this was his second tournament he won his first uh, last year at Riviera, and you know he had a great backstory, just like a lot of 
you know, sort of struggling tour pros. He was working at Nordstrom's. You know, he's down to like his final dollars in his bank account. And the next thing you know, he's winning a million two. And then, you know, he, he like a lot of players, you wonder if that's, you know, he's a one-hit wonder. He comes into Wells Fargo having missed eight cuts. And this is a hard that, golf course. That's, you know, a, a lot of guys will uh, will take a step back after after winning. You know, they'll it's a new uh, new set of demands on your time, and, and you, know, you just have un- probably reshuffle your priority list. Even by those standards, eight straight missed cuts is pretty bad. That's not very good. <laughs> and this is a hard, I mean, this is a hard golf course. I mean, they're going to have a PGA Championship there that next year. In fact, they were showing on the coverage when the leaders got done with the front nine, maintenance crews immediately went out and started tearing up the front nine. <laughs> Not out of it. It's like, how do you make this course harder? I mean, they were saying the greens were faster than Augusta National. Uh, but anyway, back to the Han on the final day. And this is something that, you know, is, uh, I'm very curious about, you know, psychologically, is he said he did not look at a, a leaderboard all day. And I'm wondering whether to believe that or not. What do you? Is he saying that he, he? So he never looked at a leaderboard. So he had no he idea. He had no, no idea one, where he was. No one told him where he was. He had no idea. All right, so I guess if you want to get literal, maybe his caddy looked at a leaderboard and said, "Han, this is where you stand." Well, I find it very hard to believe that he could have gone through the entire day without someone but yelling to him where he was. But is this a good or bad strategy? I mean, would, wouldn't, would you want to... I would want to know. Well, anecdotally, if you look at it, he won the tournament, so it's a fantastic strategy. All right. That's... But, I mean... You, <laughs> you, don't, you don't agree with that? <laughs> it works! Uh, sure. But is this... This can't be a good strategy. Uh, I mean, when you're a... I think you probably look we at it. Play, we play for a couple of bucks, and if it's a short par four, you take out an iron. As yeah, because to not a, hit a, drive. a couple of bucks is enough to bankrupt me. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, you're you're still thinking about you. You know where you stand, and you're like you know, I, I don't want to blow a hole by you know hitting a driver 200 yards into right. the woods. Well, so yeah. I mean, it, it, it would it would stand to reason that you would like to know. How to play certain holes? I mean, if you have a all of a sudden a five shot lead, why would you start? You know, wouldn't you want to play a little more conservatively? I mean, you want you don't want to you know completely change the way you're playing. But at the same time, I mean, give me a break. I mean, this is to me terrible strategy. Uh, yeah. I'm, all right. Well, I mean, on the flip I side, know, you say I, I, you could say, well, maybe it gets in your head that you have right, a one shot well, lead, then you would look at it. You know, you're just saying, okay, what do I, what do I do? That's not really. I can hit some really bad shots. No matter what. Han, you know, eight missed cuts aside, he's going to hit a reasonable number of mostly good shots. He doesn't have to think, boy, you know, look at that hazard, two hundred yards right of the fairway. I might want to hit an iron so I don't hit it in there. He's gonna. You know, his game doesn't need to change so much based on the holes. And I'd have to go back and look. I'd have to look at how he played. Did you know? Do you know that he was playing super aggressive and? Reckless? I do know that his as a guy who has missed eight cuts, find himself in contention. I can sort of see the logic in being like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about this. I'm going to enjoy the fact that I'm playing golf on a Sunday that counts. I'm going to just play a round of golf. I'm going to do what I think is percentage-wise the smartest play. Without factoring in my position on the leaderboard, 
Okay. So well, I can say I can see it diff- in, di- in different in different situations. A guy who's you know has been a while since he's been in contention, not looking at the leaderboard. You know, I get you know, I guess he had a lead going down toward the end of the the run, and then had, ended up having to go into a playoff. Is that mm-hmm. right? Maybe checking the leaderboard could have helped that manager. You think he closed his eyes in the playoff when Castro hit? He's like, right. don't tell me where this guy hit yeah, the ball. Yeah, he doesn't want. He didn't want to know how many people were in the playoff. Or what, or what Castro is scoring. Don't tell me anything. I can, don't even tell me who I'm playing against. I can see the logic. I also don't necessarily believe that he didn't know where he was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can see why he would say that or why that would have been his ideal that he tried to go toward. You know, doesn't want to know. Don't tell me. I find it very hard to believe that he did not know. I wonder how many, you know, teachers of, of players would say say this or caddies like – Hey, you know, maybe you, you have to know your your player's personality for sure, but I can't imagine, you know, a Butch Harmon telling Ricky Fowler, like, all right, if going into the final day, you know, you have this one-shot lead, just play your game, don't look at the leaderboard. I, I, I can't see. Like, you don't have to obsess over it, but, I mean, knowing your, your position, it's like, I mean, maybe it's like a football game. You know, wouldn't you like to know the score if you're down three three touchdowns? Yeah. Maybe you don't hand the ball off nine times in a row. Maybe you got to move the ball down the field in a quick manner. It would be interesting to see if he treats it differently the next time he's in contention. Uh, but I doubt we'll remember. What well, do you think? Someone told Han he won. Like after he's about to drive home, like, "Hey, dude, you won." <laughs> <laughs> do you think he looked at the leaderboard that hour? They had to stop him from going home. Maybe I understand. I can. I can tell you don't agree with this. I definitely don't agree with this. You're. You are fired up today. So he's not winning. Uh, the Ever players. players. Uh, are he you might win. He's going to go one one by one and eliminate guys one by one. So far, we've got <laughs> Fowler is out. Han is out. <laughs> Uh, we'll be we'll get through the rest of them sometime. I go through the FedEx top ten. I go through the FedEx top ten right now and tell you it's not winning. Adam Scott's not going to win. Day is a contender. Snedeker's not winning. Knox not winning. Kisner I don't think will win. Reed no. Spieth no. Nah no. Hideki I I have Hideki. Matsuyama's your guy. He's around like thirty to one. Okay, and I like that. Well, you're just looking for value. No no no, but he. Value. He's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's the ninth guy in the FedEx Cup, and he's getting thirty to one. Yes, I do like that. Yeah. Well, the FedEx Cup is a mess. It is a mess. But I, I like Phil, and you know who else I like is I like Phil Mickelson. Um, I, you know, he 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 loves saying how close he is uh, to winning. I mean, he made that quadruple bogey on eighteen in the third round. You know, which you know sort of shot himself out of that of that tournament. But you know, I, I think he has one you know another big win in him, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he contends. What you say is an exciting course, a course with a lot of trouble. Uh, it's a place where Phil can make something happen, and also where you can blow up pretty quickly. Oh yeah, I mean, there's no question he could make you know come down the back stretch, you know, making double, double, double. Um, but you also could make, make eagle birdie birdie. Well, we uh, we referenced uh, Jordan Spieth a little bit earlier. What do you think of his chances this week? And you know what has he been doing since uh, since he went into hiding? Well, I mean, we know that he went down to I think it was the Bahamas. That was fun to see uh, angry old sports writers get mad about that. that I'm trip. surprised Bernie Lincecum didn't have a column. Well, it's 
Well, I have to assume the only reason why is because he doesn't know what Snapchat is and doesn't care to learn. <laughs> so no one bothered to tell him what Twitter is. Right, yeah, exactly. Which is probably a good thing. Uh, but yeah, Jeff, it was sort of surprising Jeff Shackelford, uh, who we've talked about, he does Bill Simmons' golf podcast, and he seems to be a, a young, youngish guy, 40s maybe. You know, golf writer. That was my He's impression. a youth, youthful look to him. I mean, he writes his stories like how, you know, uh, over the top, you know, these, these guys are o- 22 it, it years old. It was okay old. for one day, but after four days or three days, whatever it was, is too much. Like, who gives a shit what Jeff Shackelford thinks about what these 22-year-old multimillionaires do with their free time? Those are the kind of things I was probably doing at 22 without multi-million dollars. <laughs> I mean... Much smaller scale. Maybe talk like go to the local muni and play with your shirt off for a few holes, but... I thought it was great. <laughs> it's nice to see these guys showing some, you know, personality. You know, maybe it's a little like, oh, you know, look at me, look at me, but whatever. I mean, you know, these guys are entertainers. Golf's an individual sport. Yeah, I mean... Look I think at me. That's what you should be doing. I think it's great. I, I, it doesn't bother me one bit um, that they do that. In fact, I think... You know, Rory wasn't Rory McIlroy. You know, had some response on Twitter. He's like, he's like, man, he's like, I wish I didn't turn that an invitation. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Fun. Although if he went, I guess he would be the fifth. I mean, they let five sims out there. Would you shackle for It didn't seem like there were a ton of rules. <laughs> you can play with no shirt, no <laughs> shoes, but a fifth, yeah. a five sim. Come on, that's we got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> right. You do have to draw the line at some point. <laughs> Did we? What about? Well, it's been a while. I mean, we have a lot to uh, catch up on. The guy, the guy, Kevin Kisner, got suspended from his country club. I didn't see this story. Oh. So he grew up playing at Palmetto. I don't know if it's country club or golf club, but it's a you know, very old money exclusive country club in in around Aiken, South Carolina. Anyhow, Vice Sports uh, filmed the video. Uh, asked, I guess, asked Kisner, hey, you know, we'd like to come down and shoot a video like you playing with your friends. Um, you know, like, what, what's that like? And so they did. It's like a five-minute video. And you'd have to have, think they got the club's permission because you just can't have a whole video right. crew. Come on. Anyhow, uh, the video starts with, you know, about five carts racing out of the, you know, uh, clubhouse. And, you know, they looked in. It was a, a bit like a, a NASCAR Start and one looked a bit maybe on two wheels, but then after that it was just a bunch of guys, you know, playing golf with each other, like sort of you know ragging on each other. And he Kisner ends up getting suspended <laughs> from this club for like several weeks. They I, just reinstated. Yeah, I see him. that he's re- been been reinstated, so he says cooler heads prevailed. But uh, <laughs> I gotta imagine that's the kind of thing that happens at every well, country club, but they just probably don't want it on camera. They're probably thinking, you know. In real world terms, it's like ninety percent of our membership is ninety years old. <laughs> we may need some f- money coming in about five years, so let's not piss off Kisner's friends, right? Who he probably pays for maybe all their memberships. Um, I, in fact, I would like. Well, maybe I'll email and be like, "Hey, look, I thought that was yeah." Email cool. and be like, "Hey, I didn't even know you were a Georgia guy, despite my <laughs> unabashed Georgia homerism." <laughs> Want to be friends? You think that'll work? It won't work. That no, won't work. it's certainly not. But speed. What do you think? Has he got a shot this week? I mean, what's a shot? Of course, he has a shot. Yeah. I mean, he's in the. Do you think there'll be so. any 
lingering ill effects uh, from what was basically a complete meltdown at Augusta? I don't think so. Somebody was saying, you know, it's going to be fine until he hits the ball in the water somewhere, 17, and then it has to take a drop. That's where it probably comes back. If he has to sort of recreate the same scenario, standing on the first tee at Sawgrass, I doubt that's going to cross his mind. I would have to brush up on my rules of golf, but do you have the option to simply re-tee if you hit it in the, in the water? At, uh, I think so. That would probably be my play. If I yeah, I, would, I think I would re-tee. <laughs> Just re-tee, get it up on a tee. You know, no need to hit that little that little wedge shot off the, and that, the tight you know what, and I don't know what what the local rule is at Augusta, if you can re-tee. Maybe you can't. I'm not really sure. Re-tee, I don't, yeah, I don't know what a, type of hazard that is. but That's a good question for Kerry Higg. Yeah, or just a moderate amount of research prior to <laughs> recording the podcast. Maybe. <laughs> but I, So, answer your question. I, I don't think so. I, I mean, these guys are mentally tough enough to play in front of tens of thousands of people, and they hit some bad shots, and they get over it. I mean, the you guys see, won two majors. You see, you see, I, I would compare it to, like, you know, uh, Rory, when he had that big lead at the Masters and melted down on the back nine, he hit it, like, into someone's front yard on, on 10, 10 yeah. and proceeded to just completely explode So he melted there. down and over he, the course of nine holes. And he, Spieth yeah. had basically one hole. And he won a major later that year. By, like, eight. Right. So, I... I would think that uh, J- Jordan Spieth has, has done enough that he probably thinks similarly of himself and probably has, I would say, has already forgotten. I agree. You know. Now, I, 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 yeah, I will say that if he finds himself in a similar situation, and maybe not in the first round if he dumps it in the water in 17, he probably, I mean, doesn't care. But yeah, I mean, those sort of things can you know go into a dark corner of your mind. I do think it helps and, that he's already also won a Masters, so he knows exactly. that he's not in like incapable of it. Right. I, I just you know think that he for he after he hit the ball in the water off the tee, he just sort of blacked out and you know just chunked it. I mean, that's really the only explanation. I mean, you know, he's a one of the best. Player, one of the best players in the world, like he all of a sudden didn't forget how to play golf. And in fact, he birdied the next hole. Right. It's so sort of I, endearing to see him. But do I don't. That, though. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> you've been there. You've been there many times. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I've been there, and I think about that stuff all the time. So I don't think he wins. I, I mean, I'll. I mean, top ten. I, I think he certainly makes a cut and possibly contends. But I mean, there's something to be said. I mean, he took some time off. And then he took four weeks off, you know, to sort of refresh himself. That's a good idea. But, it, you know, getting back into, you know, the game, so like McElroy didn't, he said he played 18 holes just of any sort of golf since the Masters till last week and did not play well, you know, in the first round of the Wells Fargo. And, you know, sort of puts him, you know, he's playing catch up sort of the rest of the week. So I can see something like that, you know, happening with Spieth, maybe shooting like, one or two over par in the first round or right around par and yeah, sort of playing him his way back into shape. Um, so does that answer your question? Are you satisfied with that? Mm, that makes sense That's to me. Decent. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that one. So, But, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like 
you know, guys like Hideki, great ball striker. Um, he's due for, you know, win at a, um, you know, big time tournament. You know, like like the players and. Is that how that works? You get due for it, and then you just do it. Sure. <laughs> nice. He's been good. close. <laughs> All right. Good. Well then, uh, let's see who else would be due. Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. Yeah, he could be due. You don't buy the do theory? I no, I don't. <laughs> that one doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But uh, I don't know. I don't really know who I would pick, so I can't really bust you down too bad for for making a choice. By the way, if you hear anything in the background, that's Matt's cat. What's your cat's name, Matt? Lucy. Lucy. Lucy okay. is, uh, is obstructing veteran. obstructing my view of my computer right now. This is great. This must be just how the pros do it. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, real quick before we move on from Players Championship, no Tiger. People thought maybe he might play. You, you think he's coming back soon? Oh my goodness! I mean, this is reached somewhat. He like- had allegedly booked accommodations. This is like this is shades of Brett Favre. Is he on the plane? Is he not on the plane? Uh, you know, I I don't know. It, he he is also allegedly booked accommodations for the memorial. Maybe he's just decided that. He wants to go out and watch some tournament golf. He wants to grab a ground pass and walk around. And I don't know. You think he has to get like a pass to wear around his neck? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm sure he gets stopped by security too. Did you see? Well, speaking of people who might impersonate athletes, there there is someone who goes to Washington National Games dressed like Bryce Harper in a full uniform. <laughs> Does he have the same haircut? He has like a beard and the same haircut, and he wears a uniform. Really? To the games, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Uh, yeah. So uh, he doesn't get field passes. No. No, I can't imagine. They probably keep him as far away from Bryce Harper as <laughs> I'm possible. I'm surprised they let him in the games, honestly. <laughs> it's like, I'm here. It's like, I'm Bryce Harper, fellas. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of see this as, you know, wide open, you know, tournament. Uh, just simply for... There's just a ton of trouble on this golf course. I, I certainly, I know it's not going out on, you know, the longest limb here, but you know, Rory McIlroy, I, I think uh, I'm gonna say he's, he could be due for a win. Yeah, well, okay, so, yeah, I, li- I mean, I like him better than Spieth, just given that he played recently and maybe knocked. Like for the, whatever reason, like Jason Day, I, I kind of feel like he's in a little bit of a. I know he's won this year, won twice. This year. Is that right? Are you about to say he's in a slump? No, not a slump. Just sort of a, a lull. I mean, they're going to play. I didn't realize this. I mean, these guys like Spieth. that he's so good. So Spieth from right now through maybe the FedEx Cup, they'll have, he'll have one week off. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of golf. That's a lot of, like, big-time golf. Which I, I don't even think I'd have to look I at mean, the schedule. But they has... Five top tens and two wins in like ten starts this year. How? What, so that's what, good. Way, what, 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 what way would that be? Like, where would the lull be? Is that good? Yeah, right. Because he finished I, tied for twenty third two starts ago. So was that when he was yeah, lulling? That's the lull. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Hey, I'm a little rusty. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good season if he stops tomorrow. 
Yeah, I would, I would take If that. he never plays again. <laughs> uh, but I don't think he's going to win. Okay. Bubba Watson sits at 11th in the FedEx Cup. I don't know. I, I don't see him. There's To me, there seems to be too much water for him. Well, like we could Hideki. we could slowly move through each player in the field, or we could move. I'm on. going with Hideki. All right, you take you take Hideki. I mean, I guess I'll take slumping Jason Day. You know. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, his career just about over. Uh, it's a huge disappointment he to everyone. Should consider retirement. Do you think he has <laughs> enough money saved up? Uh, let's let's jump over to the Champions Tour real oh. quick, only because this and this is. It has got to be the time that they have been waiting for. What a shame that the encompass tour. is gone. Uh, yeah, because, well, of course, we're talking about now the star of the tour is none other than John Daly, who had sort of a disappointingly average start to his, to his Champions Tour career. His first, his first start last week uh, shot 70, 73, 71, nothing in the 80s. So, in I think I mentioned this to you. I wanted him to shoot eighty-seven. Absolutely, I would like him to. I the I either wanted him to win with like 65, 65, 65 or shoot like seventy, eighty-seven, yes. his eighty-four, and dump all his golf clubs in the water. His destiny is testing just how far you can go before the Champions Tour revokes your guaranteed check. So that I, that was yeah, it's going to bring me so. He is the fan favorite on Friday. People were out in throngs watching him play. They said, you know, the crowd sort of dwindled by the weekend. You know, he makes a triple bogey on the 53rd hole. They play 54 out there. He promptly bolts without talking to reporters after his, you know, final round. How soon until he wears out his welcome out there? And I'll say, I mean, he got a lot of latitude on the PGA Tour because there were a lot of other, you know, big names out there. And it sort of extended him a long leash. I say that you know he gets you know a talking to you know pretty soon if he you know behaves the way he did on the PGA Tour. You can say oh he's an everyman, but at some point you have to act like a professional. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's gonna if he wants to have the you know have access to this gravy train, he's gonna have to. It's know. not like you have to be the nicest guy in the world every every time, but I'm I'm thinking that. By the way, Gary Koch won eight hundred dollars for his performance. At, I was that last? Who is DFL? Uh, and yeah, eight hundred bucks is the lowest you can go. So it's not as if you can <laughs> finish dead last, like throw up three nineties and walk away, you know, like lying in well, your pockets. Well, I'm sure. That, I mean, the entry fee they still have to pay entry fees. It's got to be more right, than that. That's what I mean. You're not making money. No. You still need decent performances. You got to pay, pay for gas. Pay your caddy, pay for gas in the RV. You know, you those T-shirt printing costs aren't free. You know, yeah. Although Bobby Watkins caddy, I think might just play for beer. <laughs> right. Well, you know, some but caddies at this stage too. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So you, you can't just what show up. What did Daily up. earn? Uh, let's see here. I can look that up right now. Daily got twenty seven thousand nine hundred dollars. How much so. do you think that's left? What day is it? It's Wednesday. Uh. I'd say very little of it. He, he probably <laughs> need, he probably needs this week's tournament to start. <laughs> He's living paycheck tournament to tournament. <laughs> yeah, he needs gas money to drive his RV. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, I think that you know, unless he can't just 
The oh. Champions Tour is all about... No, I was looking at that wrong. The Champions Tour is all about, you know, the hit and sort of giggle. And I know there's still big money to be played and they're competitive. At the same time, it's a fan-friendly experience. Daly can't treat this like he did the PGA Tour. And I, I really think if... And he didn't play poorly and I don't think he, you know, showed his ass. But, you know, blowing off reporters who I'm sure... You want to talk to him after his first Champions Tour experience, like wrapping it up. I'm sure the Champions Tour would have loved to have a, another story in the paper, you know, about their tour. And Daly blows blows everybody off. I mean, he's he like I said, I think he's going to wear out his welcome sooner than than people think if uh, <clears throat> you know he continues this behavior. Um, yeah, no, I, I I certainly agree with that. Uh, you know, it'll be a bit of a Novelty for a little while, but I think yeah, it'll get old. It'll get old pretty quick, pretty quickly. Yeah, just like it did, you know, on the PJ Tour. I mean, if you're not winning, I mean, there's only so many times you can you know see some guy, you know, have a twelve on a hole until it's just like all right, you know, you're just sort of a clown. Um. Well, you know, it's well. Hold on. How you want? How about how about Jesper Parnovic? That's a pretty. Pretty fun blast from the past name to have. Does he still uh, wear his hat worn. flipped up? You know what? I don't think he did. And I don't know if he did. He wear a hat. That's a. I guess he probably was did. too youthful. When do you think he gave that up in his forties? Well, probably when Upper Deck ceased to be a sponsor, because I think that's what it used to be. Is you say Upper Deck on the underside of the bill? You mean they couldn't put anything under, else under there? No, that's he couldn't do that. But he did wear. He wore a hat, but I don't think he had the. I don't think he had the brim up. That's not the style of the day. You don't want my my hat that's my flower hat that says oh boy underneath. <laughs> he, he, well that's supposed to be one with a flat brim. So, uh, but yeah. So the one thing about Jesper's victory I wanted to mention is he won for the first time since two thousand one, PGA Tour Honda Classic. Fifteen years. Yeah, he said after the tournament that he thought he was never going to win again. Uh, win again. I pretty much saw it not play again because a lot of times if I hit 15 balls, I could not get out of bed the next day. It was that bad. Is that something that every Champions Tour player is required to say after winning? I feel like every one of them, the story is... There's some sort of injury or... Some sort of injury. I never thought I'd even play again, let alone win again, and here I am. Well, I distinctly remember sitting through 30 minutes of Craig Stadler... Grumbling about Telling all his, manner of issues. Yeah, his sad story. Um, he's like, "Did you know that they took the buffet, they cleaned up the buffet, forty-five minutes after they put it out?" <laughs> he didn't actually say that. <laughs> Can you believe that? He should clarify for everyone that he did not actually say that. That's an inside joke that probably nobody gets. <laughs> We'll move on from the Champions Tour to do a little bit of a speed round here uh, and start with so NCAA golf set. postseason. Yeah, we'll swing the other direction. College age golfers. Matt, I know you're all fired up about this. College I am. golf is and, sort of your thing. Well, so let you take it away. And I do. I, I like it. So, you know, set up the NCAA postseason for the men. The women had their uh, regionals, which is the first round of the postseason last week. They will have uh, be at the Eugene Country Club um, May twenty third. Uh, so, in not next week, but the, the next Monday uh, for their national championship. Uh, the men have their regionals uh, Monday, 
uh, I believe there's six sites. Um, you know, top seed, one of the top seeds, Illinois, of course, with uh, Nick Hardy uh, from Northbrook. He's a sophomore now. Uh, Texas is a one seed, Doug Gim from Buffalo, Buffalo Groves. Doug Gim. Uh, Patrick Flavin from Highland Park uh, earned an at-large bid as an individual. And, of course, Patrick and Nick are uh, good friends. And I texted Patrick uh, today asking, uh, so have they come up? And I, I'm sure, you know, I, I want to preface this same as I have any chance the NCAA is listening. I was joking by saying, do they have a big bet because they're good friends? He said, no, of course there's no bet. But there has been a lot of trash talking, which I think is legal uh, under NCAA rules. I don't know. Even uh, answering that question probably constitutes a violation. I can imagine there. Is, so they will be playing at uh, Black Wolf Run, the Meadows Valley or Meadow Valley course, where which we, I, we have fond memories of clinching a Riders Cup there. Yeah, you you got the winning point for the Illinois side probably one of my prouder athletic achievements where i i hit a wedge shot similar to the one that uh, you know Jordan Speeth now has haunt his dreams um, and was able to make a birdie which is you know converting a wedge shot into a birdie is something i've done fewer than 5 times in my life so it's that's great. not true <laughs> that's not true but no I, I so i will say so i think what's increased the interest with the NCAA tournament for me is they put it on tv Last year was the first time they had the, the men's and women's. Uh, they played at the same site. Uh, last year it was uh, somewhere in Florida. I forget the, the name of it now. But this year it's at Eugene Country Club. The women will play one week and the men come the next week. But the Golf Channel airs uh, the whole thing. It's great. Um, and if you don't know, the college is set up where you have a stroke play with uh, however many teams you know get through and then they cut it down to the top eight those top eight play match play. And it's just such, it's a very fun format, you know, for, for viewing, uh, you know, it, you have the, it's sort of like the Western Am or US, US Am where you have the, the stroke play, then you have the match play where, you know, anything can happen. Um, in Illinois, of course, has, you know, been a regular in that top eight match play. And I, I mean, there are a lot of good teams. I mean, Georgia is a very good team this year with Lee McCoy, who had a, a top five finish at a PGA Tour event this year. Texas is very good. Bo Hostler, a Western Am uh, champion. Illinois is loaded. I mean, I'd love to see. I, you know, I wrote down. I'd love nothing more than Georgia to play Illinois in the finals, and for Nick Hardy to make the winning putt to beat my Bulldogs. You want the Bulldogs to get beat? Well, it, for. But with the caveat that Nick Hardy has to make the winning putt. That's pretty specific. Yeah, that's. It's hard to believe that that would come to pass. But if there's some, if if I see that on some wagering site, I will take that. Yeah, I bet your odds would be pretty decent. So. <laughs> but yes, no, I, I, I do. More to that starting then. So and, I, and that'll be a back around. Uh, at least a regional will be around this area. And is it next year? Uh yes, Rich Harvest Farms. Yeah. No, Rich Harvest Farms is hosting. The whole shebang, I believe. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, the national tournament. Um, but a fun fact, after talking to Barry Cronin today, uh, tell him about the NCAA, he, he had this tidbit, Eugene Country Club, which is old, you know, conceived back in the early 20th century. The first architect they hired was none other than the Chicagoan H. Chandler Egan. I thought that was kind of an interesting what, fact. He's what, been what else dead. has he done? He's been dead for seventy years. Uh, he he was a you know wildly successful amateur player. 
Um, any, do you build any other golf courses? I don't think so. That's that's good. He's in the Illinois PJ Hall that's, of Fame. That's a good fun fact. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> I'm sure people will. Please send us a tweet if you found that interesting. <laughs> At T underscore off. Double underscore. T Double underscore, underscore off. Underscore, underscore off. Uh, okay. Uh, next bit of uh, bit of news. We're just kind of running through the tournaments that are going to be here sort of locally coming up. Uh, the LPGA International Crown, that's in July, I think. Uh, but the field is going to be cut down on June 13th as it stands right now. Neither the winner or the second place finisher from 2014 would be in it. That's in no... Uh, no Spain, no Sweden, um, and I would have to say Korea is probably going to win, seeing as all four of their players are in the top ten. <laughs> yeah, it's not really, not really a good competition. It's essentially the KLPGA, right? Yeah, uh, U.S. is number two with Lexi Thompson, Stacy Lewis, Christy Kerb, and Jarena Pillar, whom I've so I've not Pillar heard of too much. His, her husband is Martin Pillar, who's on the PGA Tour. I didn't know Martin Pillar was there either. I've heard of neither of that fam, none of that family. But I mean, how often are a husband and wife on tours? Yeah, that is interesting. He had a chance to win a couple of weeks ago, um, but he did not win. So. <laughs> Which is why I continued. That's the only reason I knew that because they're talking about like, oh, because his wife was in contention too, and neither one of them won. Well, at least they got at least each they know other. What it feels they got like each so. other. Yeah, they sure. got each other. And then uh, the Rust-Oleum Championship. This, is, is, this one's coming up quite a bit more immediately, uh, June 9 through 12 at uh, Ivanhoe Club, Country Club in, uh, in Mundelein. Is that right? Yeah, it's a web.com event. In fact, I'm going to the media day Monday, so I'll plan to get some sound bites Do for they have next. a past champion coming? You know what? I, I, do, I do not know. Um, I did not... Uh, I, I do not know. It'll but. be interesting to that's a new level of golf, you know, to kind of come through the Chicago area. This is in Ohio, I believe, uh, the Cleveland area. Well, it's been back. They've this, had but, a web.com that was at Glen Club for. But a new one, you know, a sure. new event yes. coming in. And uh, uh, one fun fact, I think is more fun than your fact, uh, is that I think Tim Heron played in this tournament last year. So if oh. he's there again, that would be great. That would be tremendous. <laughs> I wasn't aware that Tim Heron still played t- tournament golf. I wasn't either. But if Lumpy's still around, that that makes it appointment viewing. Yes. I wow, that I'm very excited about that. So I was going <laughs> to say Wesley Bryan would have been the main attraction. He already has two wins, which virtually guarantees him a PGA Tour card for next year. And he's if, if you don't know, he's one half of the Bryan brothers, or sort of trick shot artists on YouTube. Um, sort of that's how they. So it came to fame, but Wesley actually can play, you know, golf at a very high level, as he as he's proven this year. And Ollie Schneider Jans is is ninth. He was a Palmer Cup. Schneider Jans is gonna be there. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's. I I don't know. I looked on the website. I didn't see a field. I don't. I don't think the field. I don't think the field is set yet. Confirm this yet? But now that you said Tim Heron might play last I just year, he might play there last year. You know, I, I don't mean, know. If, like he so might live in s- Cleveland and he just walked over. Well, I don't we know. had Scott Casson, the tournament director, on. Last year on the podcast, last year I might, you know, when we get done with this, fire off an email to Scott. Yeah, because we would not have wanted to do this before. And the say podcast. if you have any chance of getting Tim Heron, I will pay for half of his <laughs> plane ticket. You would not. 
Sure. But I'm it, but it, 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 it will be a fun event to have, uh, you know, just to kind of see how it is. I've never been to a to web.com tour event, so I certainly will try to get out there. Um, and it's a, I mean, you know, it, they're, it's a, yeah, they're awesome players. Right. It's a sort of a breeding ground type thing. You know, it's a, it could be players of uh, the next wave of players. A lot of guys on the PGA Tour have come up from, from that tour. So, I mean, it, it, oh, yeah. I mean, still 10, 20 years ago, so yeah, I mean, even the sort of the bottom half of the PGA Tour was not, you know, relatively speaking, like it is now. I mean, now the web.com tour, I mean, there's guys that are on that tour that could win on any given week for sure. the PJ tour. So, I mean, if you're looking to you know, watch some very high-level golf, I mean, by all means, go out there, and I'm sure it's a very good price point. And, and again, the, the closer uh, you know, the tournament gets, we'll, we'll get a little bit yeah, more Yeah, we'll collect some more information uh, at the media day and uh, you know, actually you throw up your 95. And uh, It will be the first time I played golf in Chicago. This year, I don't know. There haven't been many days that have been suitable for Matt Harness, which needs to be seventy-five to seventy-eight degrees, five to ten mile per hour winds. It's a very small window and some cloud cover. I do like a little cloud cover. <laughs> does that sound about right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the the one of the tournament officials emailed everybody and said, "Are you coming to media day? Yes. You plan on playing golf? Yes. What is your handicap?" And I mean, I just put seven, but I probably should have put 17. That seems optimistic, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they're having some sort of tournament. The people that get on my team might be very disappointed. So you don't want to disappoint your partners. So you but, better get out and hit some range balls. In any case, I think that's about all the time we have for this episode of teeing off podcast as always as matt said you can get at us on twitter at teeing underscore underscore off uh matt is at harness preps i'm at john underscore borman uh but otherwise we will talk to you next time